Welcome to a bonus episode of Rework, the podcast by Basecamp about the better way to work and run your business. I'm Sean Hildner. And I'm Waylon Wong. We have a special episode today featuring Basecamp CEO Jason Freed. On today's show, Jason talks about some pot stirring he did this week. On Tuesday, he sent up a tweet about Google Ads. At the time we're recording this, on Wednesday afternoon, it's gotten 9,000 retweets and over 27,000 likes. I think that's what the kids call engagement. I think that is what the kids call engagement. Either way, I sat down with Jason to talk about his tweet. And more importantly, what about Google ads got him so riled up? We haven't been paying attention to search engines that much lately, but over the past few months we started to. And I I realized that, like to my surprise, actually, that if you search for Basecamp, we're the fifth result. Now, we're the first organic result, but the distinction is so subtle now that we're basically the fifth result. And because there's just, four ads above There's us. four ads. Google puts four ads ahead of us, and our competitors are buying our brand and also misdirecting by saying, like, base space camp in their headlines. It's like the whole thing is such a racket. And it used to be that the ads looked different. They were distinctly different. They had, I think, a blue background. It was, like, clearly different. Now they basically look identical, except for a tiny, the smallest element on the screen is this tiny little green square that says ad, very small. Some of the ads even have like additional blocks below them. I mean, they take up the whole screen. I'm on a 13 inch laptop. I can barely see the first organic result. I'm just basically seeing ads. And it's like enough of this. We filed trademark complaints before. Doesn't seem to matter. And so we decided to do something about it and have some fun. Part of what we did was we wanted to buy our brand again so we could at least be visible and be first again. But then we took out an ad that basically called out the hypocrisy of of Google ads, which is like, you know, we had to, we didn't want to buy this ad, but we had to, and here's why. So the actual, the ad reads basecamp.com slash we don't want to run this ad. (laughs) We're the number one result, but this site lets companies advertise against us using our brand. So here we are, a small independent company forced to pay ransom to a giant tech company. And credit goes to Adam for writing that, which is wonderful. That's (laughs) That's a great, great ad. So we did that. And then I was writing, a, actually, I was writing a long article about this. And I decided, like, well, let me just tweet it out first and just see. Like, I'll tweet out a short version of this and just kind of take the temperature. It was funny because I first put something up on LinkedIn about this, like, two hours ago. And everyone on LinkedIn is, like, supporting Google because LinkedIn is full of marketers and um, SEO people. And they're like, no, it's totally cool. And I put up on, on, on Twitter and, like, the world is on our side. <laughs> you know, basically this is about how there's really a shakedown going on, how how if you're a small brand specifically, you want to be found on Google, you basically have to pay now because anyone with deep pockets can come in and completely dominate the results now. The only way to possibly even show up in the first few is to pay. And that's just completely unfair. Yeah. Especially odd is that we part of this ad that we took out, it says we're the number one search result on this site. We don't say on Google because we tried to say on Google and then Google's filed or said they rejected the ad because it's a trademark violation. So like they're saying you can't use Google's brand in your ads, but hey, we're happy to sell your brand to the, the highest bidder all yeah. day long. Yeah. Anyway, so like I tweeted it and it's kind of blown up. I think it's like a couple thousand likes already or something like that. Fantastic. It's great. So, and CNBC just called, they want to talk about it and some people are going to write stories about it. I think this is going to have some legs because- it's one of those things where we've never been afraid to stand up for like what we think is right, but a lot of brands won't stand up to Google or they're afraid or whatever. And I think it's like, that's kind of what we do. So we're very comfortable with doing that. And uh, I think people are going to be talking about it for quite a while. What would the ideal change you'd like to see be? First, of all, I would ban 
the practice of buying trademark terms, brand names. I would say that's not allowed. But if you do it and you get caught once, you get a warning. And the warning is if you get caught again, you're banned for a year advertising on Google. And if you're a repeat offender after that, you're banned for life. Like simple as that. Now I understand like they don't have necessarily a database of brand names, although like, look, it's Google. They should. (laughs) They have a database of everything. (laughs) Right. They probably do. But let's just say they don't for a second. And there's some words that of course are, you know, generic words that are branded, whatever. Fine. If you file a complaint, they should take that seriously. Uh, immediately stop the other ad from running and send it, send a note. If another brand does that again, they're gone. They're out. Like Google does not need to be taking that kind of revenue in for, for, for this kind of thing. Like right. there's plenty of other ways to advertise on Google. And I, it just seems, it seems wrong. I still can't believe there's four ads before the line. Four ads. That's obscene. It's long. And if you really have like a, an iPad or short, oh, yeah, yeah. you can't even see You'll it. never see a single never. search result. Yeah. No. And, um, and the thing again, it's like, it'd be different if, if the ads were at least more distinctive. Yeah. I feel like they used to be, right? They totally were. Yeah. But clearly, like, they're not now. And it's like, the, you could see the whole strategy unfolding here. It's like, let's make them more and more like results. So basically, if you want to be in the results, you've got to pay. And it's, it's you know, Google used to be, I don't know what their slogan is now, but it used to be about, like, organizing the world's information. And now it's basically organizing the world's advertising. Mm-hmm. And it's really unfortunate. And the the bigger problem here is that they have all the power. So basically, they're the only search engine. Let's, I mean, really. Yeah. And so they have all the power, and they're abusing it. And you know, governments are going to start coming after them. There's, there's uh, all sorts of things happening right now, and they're they're going to get hit for it. And this is kind of what happens. And um, this is, of course, a tiny little small part of it, but it's very real for a lot of small brands, and it's it's really unfair. Can I ask how much uh, how much does a Google ad cost? We're paying about a buck forty per click, yep. and we have a daily budget. I don't maybe two hundred bucks or something. So it's it's like a couple hundred bucks a day all in to do something like this. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not a big deal, but it is for a small brand that doesn't have any money. And it just so happens that like our keyword might be only a buck forty, but there might be other keywords that are five bucks or six bucks or whatever. And, you know the whole thing. Of course, branded keywords are typically cheaper because there are fewer people bidding on them, but. Who knows? It doesn't even matter. Point is, is like it shouldn't be possible, period, regardless of what it costs. I'm assuming you wouldn't buy the Monday.com keyword. No, like we, we don't buy competitors' yeah. keywords. Uh, we don't buy any keywords except <laughs> right. for our own we brand. We had to do this one. We had to do that. I feel like we had to do it. And that's the thing that sucks is like, I feel like we had to. Like, so right now we have Monday, Asana, Reich, Smartsheet, someone else. I forget who else. It depends on when you reload it. Yeah. To me, these are cowardly brands. They're cowardly. Basically, what they're saying is it's like, we can't get our own customers, so we're going to go take yours. And I think it's really desperate and it's really sad. I mean, we're flattered that they need ours to survive. (laughs) And hopefully our our customers can see right through their bullshit. But like, regardless, certainly some people are going to get caught up and not really know what they're clicking on and not really being paying attention. And it's the misdirection that really bugs me most, especially with Monday. They just have no soul over there, clearly, because... They know they're not allowed to say base camp. So they say base space Space camp, camp. Mm -hmm. which is like such a misdirection. It's such a blatant lie that like you can't have a conscience and do that. You just can't. Like These URLs are really funny too. Like the monday.com one is monday.com slash Basecamp slash alternative. Yeah, of course. It's (laughs) it's just like, this is what growth hacking is. This is like, this is a company that believes in growth at all costs. They don't care. It's just like money. How can we just spend more money and get more customers? It doesn't matter who we are, what we stand for. And I think if you're a customer of a company like that, you should think twice about like who you're giving money to and what they're doing with it. 
we we have a policy of not doing that, not spending money to to buy other people's keywords. Like, let's if we're going to get customers, if we're going to survive as a business, we should do it on our own merits and not try to stand in front of someone else's door. You can think about it this way. So some people go, that's no big deal. You're allowed to do it. It's fine. But if you own, let's say you owned a small little pizza shop or grocery store on, you know, Main Street, USA, anywhere you want, right? And there's some other pizza shop down the, down the road, right? Two pizza shops in town, fine, right? But what if one pizza shop brought all their employees in front of the other pizza shop and essentially picketed that other pizza shop with signs like, don't buy pizza here, get pizza from us, or their pizza's no good, or our pizza's better. Like, at some point, you'd be like, that's just unreasonable. Like you can't, you can't do that. And so the shot, the pizza shop owner who's being like exploited would come out and go, can you guys get the fuck off my sidewalk? Like, why are you doing this to me? And they'd probably call the police and go, you're harassing my customers too. Like everybody who's an observer of that would go, that is an unreasonable situation. Like this pizza shop should not be standing in front of this other one trying to steal their customers. It's just not what you do. It, maybe it's legal, but I don't even think it is if it's harassment. And that's kind of what's happening here on the internet. But since you can't see it and you don't really feel it in the same way, people don't think of it the same way, but it is the same thing because Google is Main Street. It's the only way basically to be found on the internet. And they hold all the cards. Yeah. They hold all the cards. So just like Google is a street and you basically have people standing outside your front door with signs saying, don't shop here. And it's just like, what kind of a world would that be? That'd be like terrible. Yeah. Now, it's fun sometimes. I've seen like examples and some people pointed to me pointed this out on Twitter of like, there's a McDonald's and on top of the McDonald's, there's a big billboard and it's like Burger King, <laughs> like advertising on top of McDonald's. And that's like a funny exception to the rule in a sense, because they're actually having fun with the, with the ad. They're typically punching at their own weight. Like, okay, it's kind of fun. They both own the market anyway. What's the difference? And I've seen BMW and Audi do this back and forth, kind of like having fun. The thing is, is that billboards like that are very expensive. They're very exclusive. You have to make sure one's available. Like, these are exceptions to the rule. On the on the internet, like, you can go buy an ad right now and flood Google with your ads. Did you ever see that Burger King thing where they, if your location, and you ordered Burger King were using their online thing, if your location was inside of McDonald's, when you ordered <sighs> Burger King, you'd get a free Whopper or something like that? Like that's, it, that's kind of funny, it's pretty right? Good, that's right? clever, and that's kind of funny. And, like... <laughs> That kind of stuff to me is is a different category. Yeah, It's not misleading. You know, you, you don't like go into the Burger King app by accident because, you you know, it's like, no, you, you, you go there because you know and you do the thing. But to have brands using your name against you on the Internet in ads that look like organic results that are clearly misleading and misdirecting people, that's no bueno. And, and uh, it's really unfortunate. Rework is produced by Waylon Wong and me, Sean Hildner. You can find show notes for this episode at Rework.fm. We'll also link to Jason's tweet so you can read it as well. You can find Jason on Twitter at Jason Freed. That's F-R-I-E-D. We're on Twitter at Rework Podcast. And if you're new to the show, we release new regular episodes every Tuesday. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.